0: listen to Truth Talk with Tiffany. It's time to get real with God's Word. Join us on our Christian forum at renewedbyfaith.org to discuss important topics that matter to you. Now, Now, here's here's our our mom, mom, Tiffany Tiffany Nicole Loftus. Loftus. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Truth Talk with Tiffany. Um, Sorry I didn't get an episode out last week. I was actually dealing with babies who had fevers and um just my own body being attacked so it was a lot of you know standing on the word of God and laying hands and praying and taking back my healing it was just a whole faith fight dealing with these weather changes out here where i'm at um it's almost like the weather just doesn't want to make up its mind so in the middle of that people are getting sick but i rebuke the flu in the name of Jesus and so I'm back. I have a little bit of raspiness with my voice still. I cannot wait until the spring gets here, y'all. You just don't even know. Um, but today's message, I want to talk about um our ability to carry increase. That's the name of today's message. Can you carry increase? Um, I've been fasting for the last what, 32 days. And um God's been doing some things and revealing some things in my life and You know, I'm in expectation for the next eight days of the fast, uh, doing a 40 day fast. But what's been on my heart, though, is the state of believers right now. Um, I'm watching people, like, I'm on Facebook again, um, and I'm watching people who are suffering and they're needing breakthrough still and they're needing increase. And, you know, usually at the beginning of the year, that's where people are like, oh, it's going to be a new year. It's going to be a great year. And, I mean, here we are, it's only. February eleventh, and people are already struggling. We've barely made it through the second month, and people are already struggling. So, um, when I was asking God about what I would talk about today, He told, "This is what He showed me was that a lot of people have not made the room for increase in their lives." And so I was like, "Well, you know, what does that mean? Because you know, people really want increase, at least." any normal person would. <laughs> uh, so I started looking at the word of God, of course. And I know that this scripture is well known by just about every believer, uh, but I want to read it anyway, because in John ten ten, we read, um, and I'm reading the new King James version, but we read that the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. And then Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So I started, you know, thinking about that. And I'm like, okay, we know that the enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy. So if there's any stealing or killing or destroying going on in your life, it is not of God. The devil is at work. Um, There are certain times that your flesh could be at work, but you know the difference between when you've misplaced something or lost something and when something's been stolen from you. So that's what we're talking about. And in the natural, usually when a thief comes in to take something from you, like, for example, if if you come home and you realize that your house has been robbed, the way that you recognize that is because your house is empty. Usually when the thief comes to take something from you, something is left empty, right? Right. But that's not the way that Satan works. His his thievery has the opposite effect. His thievery leaves us full of things that that need to be removed. It's instead of coming in and taking things, which we know he does take things from us. But what he does, he doesn't just take things and leave things empty. He takes things from us and replaces what he's taken with something else. So he will take your peace and leave you with bitterness, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense to you. But, but that's the picture that I've gotten is that um, in the process of you being stolen from, having things stolen from you, the enemy is actually replacing the things that he's taking from you with something else. And so in order for you to be in a place where you can carry increase, those things will have to be removed. So Jesus said that he came so that we would have an abundant life. But the reality is, is some of you have reached your carrying capacity. You know, there are containers that you see when you're, you're filling them up, when you're, whether you're packing or, or um, whatever it is, you, you know, you see containers can only hold so much. And so right now we're just going to look at you as a container. You can only hold so much in the case that the enemy has been stealing in your life. Okay. The thing is, is once you have recognized the yoke that's on you. Then we can start doing the work. And I don't know if you've ever actually seen a yoke. If you haven't, I suggest you go do a Google search, but because it's very interesting when you see it, it gives you a whole clear picture of what a yoke actually looks like. And it's basically a shackle of some sort, um, that is attached to your neck. So in the case of, um, oxen and, and animals that used to carry things back in the day and actually still do today, they would yoke the animals together so that they could carry more, right? So the yoke would go around the neck of, you know, one animal and also around the neck of the other, and then they would give the, the animals a load to carry, And that's what we're doing in the body of Christ is we are carrying a load, except in this case, we should not be carrying it. Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened. Now, I'm going to read this in the amplified version because I want you to see what he's actually saying. I like the amplified version, y'all. A lot of people don't like it, but hey, go do your research. Look at the timeline. It's one of the closest translations to the interlinear and the ESV and the NASB and all of that. So back up off my translations. <laughs> anyway, um, in Matthew 11:28, 28, in the amplified version, Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. And I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Follow me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest, renewal, a blessed quiet. That rest means a renewal and a blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. So, what I'm noticing and, and what I've noticed in my own life when I've been really, really feeling heavy is that I was yoked to the wrong things. And what's going on in the body of Christ is you're yoked to things that you were never meant to be tied to. People, relationships, jobs, um, expectations even. These are things that you are yoked to that you were never meant to be yoked to. You're yoked to, you know, your past. You're, you're going through... um different rituals. I know that, that the scripture I just read said religious rituals, but I want you to think of just the regular rituals that you go to go through on a daily basis, especially for those who are just existing and, and surviving daily life. They get up, they go, you know, wash their face and they brush their teeth and they get ready and, oh, I've got to go back to the job. And there's a monotony that starts to happen and there's no peace behind it. That's the thing. If you're not experiencing peace, it's time to evaluate whether or not you're carrying something you should not be carrying because Jesus says that his yoke is easy to bear. So what he wants you to be yoked to with him, that's easy. So if you're not dealing with peace, um, let's evaluate whether or not you are yoked to, to things that you're not supposed to be yoked to. And that's going to make you feel weary and heavy burdened, especially when you are still carrying a load that you were not meant to carry in the first place. You know, Um, I noticed something in the body of Christ. We like to sing songs and and I I love to sing songs, too. I love worshiping the Lord. But we sing songs and and we sing words that we don't even realize um, we're not living out. And and I'd like to say, oh, we're singing in faith, but no, the thing is, is we're singing songs about God increasing us and, and God enlarging our territory. But we've got these self-made limits and, and boundaries in our lives that are hindering us from expansion. That's the, the thing is, is that your vision has not increased to match God's vision for your life. And God's vision for your life does not include the the heavy load that you've been carrying. So we know that concerning the Lord, we have to decrease so that he can increase. And we will apply that to most areas of our life, except for when it comes down to decluttering our own souls. We carry all this junk in our mind and in our emotions. Instead of being yoked to Jesus, we... um are yoked to all of this other mess and he you, we're supposed to be yoked to him so that he can carry the whole the whole load yes be yoked to him this is, when you're yoked to everything else it's like a shackle a a chain um more bondage and a stronghold but when you're yoked to Jesus there's freedom and there's peace and and you will know the difference because when you cast your cares on him the Bible says that you know we su- we're supposed to cast our cares on Him because He cares for us, but what we do is we take those cares back, and we cannot do that. If you were ready to give up some stuff, y- it's time to do it and be done with it. So we're holding on to trauma, we're holding on to bitterness and pride. You you've got you know ego issues, and you're holding on to envy or jealousy or strife or division. Um, You're holding grudges against family members. As a matter of fact, you're probably holding grudges against people who are in the church. Guess what? Let it go. They if you are considering yourself a, a, a member of the body of Christ, you are also considering yourself a member of the family of God. So you cannot make concessions for your blood family, your DNA family, if you are not willing to forgive and 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 work with or, or forgive the faults of those who are in the body of Christ, where you share Jesus's blood. Don't care if I stepped on your toes. It is what it is. You got to let it go. Find, Ask for forgiveness. Go talk to the other person. Get it off your chest. Get it off your heart. If you don't want to talk to the person or if you can't talk to the person, take it to God, release that stuff. Let the grudges go. You know, um, so many of us in the body of Christ are dealing with rejection and broken hearts and, and abandonment. And, you know, we've got to let that stuff go. I'm not saying it's easy. I know it's not easy. I'm just, I've been saved since, well, yeah, technically since 2009, but we're going to say, we're going to take it all the way back to when I first said yes to Jesus. And that was in 2004. And I'm just now in the last 32 days getting rid of other stuff. So I'm not coming at, you know, from a perspective of I'm perfected in this, but the truth is the truth. The word is the word. It does not change no matter who's speaking it. And God doesn't want us carrying this stuff. And another thing that we hold on to is our own ways. You know, we, we like to say this in the body of Christ. Well, God knows my heart. He knows how I am. It's just the way I am. I've always been this way. Guess what? Your ways will lead you to ruin. All right, so I'm going to read from the book of Haggai. And we're going to read chapter 1, verses 5 through 11. It starts with saying, "Uh, Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts. So you know that Haggai, who was the prophet, is speaking on behalf of God. God is speaking through him. He says, Consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. Verse seven says, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountains and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. You looked for much. But indeed it came to little, and when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why? says the Lord of hosts. Because of my house that is in ruins, while every one of you runs to his own house. Therefore, the heavens above you will withhold the dew, and the earth withholds its fruit. For I called for a drought on the land and the mountains, and on the grain and the new wine and the oil, on whatever the ground brings forth, on men and livestock, and on all the labor of your hands. Now, this was God's response to his people letting the temple fall into ruins. Now we know if you do a study um, in the beginning, there was Adam and Eve. God was able to walk in the presence of humans without anything happening. Uh, Once sin entered the world and our uh, sin nature became a part of who we are. Sin can no longer come in contact with God because he is holy. So he set up a, a way for him to dwell among the people. And he started with the tabernacle. And after that, he had the uh, the temple constructed. So God has always wanted to dwell with the people. And I mean, hey, if I was God, I'd be a little upset too. Like, look, I've been sitting here trying to, you know, not even trying to do anything. Look at everything I have done for you. And all I ask is that you take care of the temple that I dwell in so that I can dwell among you. And you can't even do that. So when the people heard it, they didn't grumble. They didn't complain. They didn't say, oh my gosh, I can't believe God is, you know, doing this or saying this or anything. They got to work. Because they knew, they knew the need for obedience. They knew what God had done for them and and they knew they were wrong and not taking care of the place where God dwelled. So fast forward to today, we have Jesus. There's no longer a need for, for the tabernacle or the temple because we are now the temple. And, you know, the Bible gives many references about how, you know, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us and and how Jesus abides in us and, and God and Jesus dwell in us. So we know that our temple, our body is the temple of the Lord. Is God punishing you for being broken? Absolutely not. But he's showing you the results of a temple that's lying in ruins. So when the people were obedient, to get God's house in order like they need they knew we've got to get God's house in order when they were obedient. This is what God said to them. He says the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace. That's what he says. He says, OK, you guys are getting to work. You're getting my house in order. Well, guess what? This this future temple, this temple that you're building right now is going to be greater than the one that was here before. And I'm going to give it peace. Now just think about him saying that to you, your temple, the place where he dwells right now, him looking at you and saying, guess what? This temple, your, your, your temple that you're building and working on right now, the one you're cleaning out so that I can bring in increase, it is going to be greater than your past temple the past temple that the past one could have been from yesterday it could be right now right now you can make the decision and say you know what i am no longer going to entertain the enemy's um ways or tactics and and the things that he has deposited on the inside of me through his schemes and and fiery darts I'm cleaning all this stuff out lord I thank you that I am getting cleaned out right now cleansed by the blood of Jesus because as of right now that temple is gone and the new temple is being built in Jesus name that's all I'm not saying it's like super easy but it is kind of easy you just have to believe speak and believe, get cleansed, get on your face before God. If you have to, you know, what's going on. He knows what's going on. I don't know you personally, but I can tell you this. If there's something in you that is not of God and needs to be removed, God is faithful to help you get rid of it. So when we apply God's word to our lives, we access that deliverance and that freedom. There's a, a cleaning and a a sanctification, a purification that takes place. The Bible says that Christ washes us, um, that he cleanses us and he purifies us through the washing of the water by the word. It's the word of God that washes you. So let's get in the word of God and see what he says about whatever it is you're dealing with. Um, You know, when you clean something out, you leave room to fill it with something else. So as you're cleansed by the word of God, you will find your ability to find increase in every area of your life. You know how when you clean your house, you do spring cleaning and you're like, oh my goodness, I've got this space. I can put a, a, a bookshelf there. or I can put, you know, um, a new table or dinette set in this place, you know, because you've gotten rid of something. And that's how it is when you get rid of the things that don't belong in your temple. You will start to notice that there are places that you can increase in, you know, God's promise is abundance, and he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. So I just pray that I was able to encourage you today to seek God concerning whatever it is that you're carrying. Um, I pray that you release everything that the thief left behind in your life, and that you receive the light yoke that Jesus has promised you and experience increase in every area of your life. I just want to pray before I get out of here. Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for the word that has gone forth. I thank you, Father, for the anointing that breaks that heavy yoke off of those who are listening right now. I thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus being applied to each and every one of their lives and cleansing and purifying and sanctifying every area of their lives right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for deliverance and freedom in their lives. I thank you, Lord, for helping them to establish their ways in your way, Father. I thank you, Lord, for helping them to to make their vision your vision, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that in places that they did not see a an area for increase that you are revealing to them the areas in which they can increase, Father. I thank you for enlarging their territories and for helping them to take back what the enemy stole from them and to return to sender the things that he had left behind that did not belong to them. In Jesus' name. I'm gonna leave you guys with a song again and I will see you next week. God bless you. Have an amazing week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Join us weekly on Truth Talk with Tiffany and head over to renewedbyfaith.org to join the discussions and the forum. May God bless you. Bye! Bye.